0: Hello, Loveland. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is your Loveland Weekly Podcast brought to you by Gina DuBell Smith, EXP Realty, and Stone Pillar Farm. A few weeks ago, my curiosity was piqued. Uh, I heard a few things going on with the school board that I really didn't know the full story of. Uh, I heard that a school board member resigned, and there was an appointment of a new member. Uh, a rule was broken at the meeting, and that person was appointed. And then uh, it had to go to a judge and a controversial appointment was made. Uh, these events that I heard of and that many people started to hear of uh, ignited a whirlwind of whispers and speculation within Loveland. And it struck me that there might be many of you out there in the same position as me, that you're aware of the some of the details, but uncertain about the bigger picture or how this all fit together uh, and how this happened. So to shed light on this intriguing situation, I've invited Alan Darnowski of The Hub to provide some much-needed clarity on the situation. Here's our conversation. I hope you enjoy. Today is Monday, September 25th, 2023.
1: Let me pass 53 to 47%. Uh, at that point, uh, and next month, board member, Kevin Doherty, uh, decided to resign. We don't know why. It's his personal reasons, but he decided to resign. So the board, the remaining members of the board, went through a very well-thought-out, well-designed, and well-executed process to determine a successor. They decided early on in the process that they weren't going to appoint anyone who was running for the four-year term to the interim seat because they said that would give this person a step up in the, in the election, you give them the advantage of the incumbency. On July 17th, the board called for a special meeting, and then they went into emergency session. I'm, I'm sorry, executive session. Right. And at that time, they interviewed via phone all 11 candidates for the open seat it as you can imagine it was a long process it took a long time when they came back into public session the doors had automatically locked in the building they didn't know that so then they announced that their choice was dr brad goldie who i mean not only has a phd in the education field but also has worked with the board extensively on many of their programs On July 18th, they had their regular board meeting, and they announced, you know, made the choice official. However, on July 17th, about 10 o'clock at night, someone tried to get into the building and wasn't able to get in.
0: During the executive session?
1: I believe the executive session was over by then. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. But it was that night. It was that night. Okay. Yeah, and, and like I said, the doors had locked automatically. I don't think the board had ever had a meeting that went that late. And right. you know, my school question School
0: board is, school doors are meant to do that.
1: Yes. Yeah. And my and my question is, why is somebody coming to a meeting at ten o'clock at night?
0: <laughs> right.
1: So uh someone contacted Kurt Hartman, who's a well known local attorney who has a history of suing school districts, and he issued, on the 18th, he issued a Freedom of Information Act requesting the videotapes from both inside and outside the building. Okay. When the board received this, they talked to the lawyer, and they said, well, if the doors were locked, then you're in violation of the Open Meetings Act. Right. And not only that, because you had both a special and a regular session of the board, you can't rescind the appointment and make it again. You've lost your opportunity to make the appointment. Wow. So at that point, the right to make the appointment went to Hamilton County Probate Judge Ralph Winkler. I don't know why. You know, it's, <laughs> uh, it's you know, po- politics. There's funny things in the laws of every state, and this is one of the funny things in the uh, laws of Ohio. On August twenty-second. The remaining members of the board sent him an email laying out the reasons for excluding people who had already decided to run for the four-year seat and telling why they chose Dr. Goldie. Another couple of weeks goes by, we get after Labor Day, and then Judge Winkler announces his decision. And he totally ignored what the elected representatives of the Loveland School District Chose and he appointed Linda
0: Cecil to the open seat. Uh, the and this is my my question is the rule isn't open door during executive?
1: No, but they they came back into a public session. Oh, to announce. Thank you. to that's, announce the
0: selection. They did uh, come back, Doctor Goldie. Okay, and was anybody there? I wasn't. Uh, there were though. Right? Yeah, I, I believe there were. Yes, and somebody might have tried to come back, and that's the whole issue. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually,
1: it it might have been one of the applicants because they were
0: specifically told to stay away from the meeting. Got gotcha. you. And then wanted to come back to see if, if they were the one that possibly was chosen. Maybe. And do we know, again, and these are questions that I'm thinking, this is why I wanted to clear some of these things up. Right. These are questions that, that people might have. Um, do we know that all doors were locked? Do we know that it was just See, certain doors?
1: I believe it was all doors because they asked for the video of all interior
0: and exterior cameras. Gosh. And, you know, and I wonder if the cameras show, again, just playing devil's advocate, uh, I'm sure the ca- cameras don't show anyone locking the doors in that time. No,
1: it was automatic. It's automatic. And that's it's, one of the
0: detriments. Well, safety, one of the safety features of a school building. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, rules are rules. Yeah. You know, nobody's fighting the rules oh it's no just, we, we're not yeah, saying exactly. we're not saying that
1: that you know what you know that it was it was we were saying what, what everything
0: is technically driven by law exactly yep and nobody's arguing with that no. I think the problem is here is that um, we'll go on to who judge Winkler picked and uh, that seems to be the biggest issue. Linda Cecil was the appointment she is one of the leaders of the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the voice, you know, and basically her, her only educational uh, credits are organizing against the levy and right. advocating against the levy, against our schools.
0: Year after Levy after, year after,
1: after levy. Levy after levy, year after year. She is also endorsed by, let me see if I get the name right. It's Protect oh, Children Ohio, right? Protect Children protect um, Ohio. I think that the no, I think it's protect children, Ohio. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, and it, and it, you know, and it, are they associated with Moms for Liberty? We don't know. We have we we don't have the facilities to dig that deeply. Great. I wouldn't be surprised if they were, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I guess another question is who paid Hartman's legal fees?
0: Right. Because he's 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 an expensive attorney. Well, they are. The voice technically is their own pack.
1: Right. It, they're not they're not a pack, they're a uh Facebook
0: group, right? Well, no. Well, oh, oh, they have a pack. Okay. They, they, they do, do have a pack. Fighting levies, yes. Okay. Yeah, I, and the reason I found out about this was because um they did an anonymous post saying uh with a statement of who, this is before she was appointed um that they were supporting uh Cecil and another candidate, I believe. Yeah, like, Robert Van Oy. Right. And uh, it was an anonymous post. And so I thought it was not, this wasn't, honestly, this was coming from a place not of a troll. I honestly thought it was interesting that a a post of an anonymous was saying, this is our choice. You know, who listens to anonymous? You know, uh, stand behind your choice. So I, I went through some questioning on Facebook and asked, so who who are we? Who's anonymous? And they said we are the committee, and that's when I found out it was a pack because I did not realize it okay. was a pack either. And um, committee packs are allowed to be anonymous. I've never heard of one being anonymous. Uh, <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> it, why be anonymous? Why not show your face? You know, right. they're, uh, So th- that really it, it surprised me. They are allowed to do it. It is legal, but I did question it. I said, why are you putting this out there? Why would people trust? a group of people where we don't know their background, we don't know uh, their uh, motives. And I thought it was silly, and they just thought that I was being a troll, asking crazy questions. And um, for a group that's all about transparency, you know, they, <laughs> they they kicked me out. So I was now blocked from their group. And it's a shame. You know, I think that uh, we could use two sides of every argument. Right. You know, that's when I, my first podcast here was to listen to both sides – I'm very biased. I'm, I'm a school teacher, so I'm very much for right. schools. I have three kids in the district. I I believe education, we should be actually throwing money at it. Um, so I, I am okay. biased, but I think that it's always good for society to have two sides. And when one side is literally just closing their doors, not listening, and hiding, right. it's an issue. So now we have Linda here. What do we expect to see? What, do, what Well— I
1: guess what we're afraid of yeah, you know, getting better, is right. getting a Darby body-type performance. Right. I mean, look at the damage that Darby body has uh, wreaked upon the Lakota School District. Their superintendent quit. Mm-hmm. They started a process to hire a new superintendent. They got three finalists, and the board looked at them and said, Nah, we don't want any of these guys. They can't. You know, Why would somebody who has choices want to work in a school district where there's that much chaos right and now finally uh she and one of her running mates from 2021 are in court uh he's she's seeking a protection order against her and you know and she's fighting back and it's just chaos you have the same thing in forest, forest hills. hills right forest hills i mean you know it's four against one they snuck up on us in 2021 Milford, you only have two, but again, I have friends on the Milford School Board, and they tell me it's chaos there. So if you want, you know, you can have open discussion in the school board. You can disagree, but but you're responsible for the school district. And if all you're trying to do is tear down the school district, get rid of public education uh, as we know it, and, and, you know, put everybody in uh, these private schools with their vouchers, don't elect these people. You, know, you can elect people with different views. That's fine. But I mean, she was she's just so far out of the norm that frankly, people in Loveland are scared of what she can do.
0: You know, I, uh, I'm, I'm very involved with uh, Loveland City politics too. I, I stay close to that. And one of the things that's always scared me and I talk to them about is, you know, we are a small town and so far we've been able to keep national... Ideologies, big time differences out. Right. You know, we saw this problem in Mason with right. their city council. Uh, they had a, a national agenda group come in, pay money. Some people supported that. It ripped their town apart. We're seeing different school boards go through this, like you just mentioned. Right.
1: And there's big money behind these people. Big you know, money. And you, you know.
0: know, she's getting, after every meeting, you know, she's being prepped. You you can see I watch these meetings, okay, and you see the prep going. Right. You can tell that oh I've got to go through my notes and this is what uh, this is an an outsider attacking us. Yes, and and that's the yeah. scariest part. Yeah. And I'm a, I don't want it to leak into Loveland in any which way, you know. And I think that's what right. we're all scared of, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we're proud of our schools. I I'll be honest, I've never had a child in the Loveland schools. You know, I. But I still support. Not every levy. There were two that I didn't didn't vote for, and uh, uh, and and it's because it's part of our community, you know. As I said in the levy fight, strong schools build a strong community, and that's you know that's how I feel connected to to Loveland, the schools, my neighbors' kids go to the schools. It helps
0: build a strong community. And, and also, you know, I like the bike trail and the restaurants downtown. <laughs> I, I, right. It is. It's all of it. It, it yeah. does make for a strong community. And right. I, I don't know another place like this place where it it, it, it uh, you know, the homecoming parade. There's nothing else like that. You know, yeah. it brings us together. And right. to see, um, like I said, the, it's, communities are divided in many places and always have been over levees, but not like this. Okay. So... You you want to speak at all uh, about Judge Winkler's responses? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he, he he you know
1: he just says he just says I chose Linda Cecil because she was the best qualified, and uh, I guess I can't say this on the air, can I? <laughs> uh, I <can't>. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yeah, you know, I say, you know, BS. Yeah, it's yeah, come BS. Come on. I mean, it's uh, not only. Is, I mean. Not only was she not work for the board; she doesn't have the educational background. And besides, Dr. Goldie, who you know is a, has a Ph.D., we had. You know, and, and one of his criteria was he wanted someone who cared enough to run for a four-year term. Well, even of the people who ran for four-year terms, I mean, we, we had one one guy who's an educational consultant. You know, he he would have been a better choice. And, and then you know, so he he did keep up an email chain with. The first person who contacted him and she was asking more about the process. And then the second person uh who, who said, you know, why did you appoint Linda Cecil? I and mean, she said a lot of very uncomplimentary things about Linda that I'm not gonna repeat. You can go out and and, and look at the post in the hub or on my Facebook page or there are many other pages. I, I share a lot with other Facebook pages. Uh, And and he he basically basically wrote back and said, hey, I answered these these questions questions already. Stop bothering me. Right.
0: Right. Right. It's It's a big deal deal to us. Yeah. But But he doesn't
1: care. I mean, uh, I I, I did go to his Facebook page, and he did uh, have one connection with Loveland, a a gym over uh, by the library. But, you know, he's, he's he's a Hamilton County probate judge. The Winkler family, I don't know where he lives, uh, but, uh, but I doubt if he lives in Loveland. Well well. And you know, I, just I just told him he's arrogant, arrogant for just, just disregarding what the, the board had come up with and, and picking his own choice. Know, and, you know, and he's known as a fairly extreme right-wing judge. Kurt Hartman is known as being very extreme. And then the Cecil is being known as very extreme right-wing
0: so it, fits. so it fits.
1: It's, it's basically, basically as uh, Dr. Goldie got very upset, and he said, "Like I don't post on social media very often, but you took a nonpartisan uh, process and injected politics into it." Yeah. So, yeah. like you said, it's an outsider coming in and and uh, trying to rig our elections.
0: And the reason I wanted to have this conversation, I think a lot of people are seeing uh, you know bits of this online, don't know the whole story, like you just explained. Uh, but the good news is is if people get out and vote. Yes. She's only appointed until December, correct?
1: Uh, actually it's I think the end of the year. I think I think December 4th is when the new term starts for city council. I'm not sure about school board.
0: Okay. So we got to get out and vote.
1: Got to get out and vote and you know we we're, we're asking people to vote for Lynn Mangan and Christina Jaronek. Hello, it's Elise knapp with another Loveland High School weekly update. This week we're kind of just winding down from homecoming week, nothing too interesting. There are a few games at home this week, boys golf, girls golf, girls volleyball, and two boys soccer matches, and this week football is away at Turpin.
0: Looking ahead in Loveland. The Loveland Sims Community Firefighters Association will hold its annual Kid Fest on Saturday, October 7th from 2 to 4 p.m. This is a free event to be held at the East Loveland Nature Preserve. There will be inflatables, games, trick or treating, hot dogs, drinks, and fun events for the kids of all ages. Is it time to replace your old mattress? Look no further. Join us at the 7th Annual Mattress Fundraiser, hosted by the Loveland Girls Basketball and Volleyball teams. Mark your calendar for Sunday, October 8th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Loveland High School. They're transforming the school into a mattress showroom with 30 different mattress styles in all sizes for you to try. And that's not all. They will have adjustable power bases luxury pillows, foundations, mattress protectors, and premium sheets available, too. They offer top quality brands with full factory warranties, all made to order and priced below retail. But here's the best part, each purchase benefits the Loveland School's girls basketball and volleyball teams. So don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to upgrade your sleep while supporting our local athletes. We have something truly special here in Loveland. Thank you for listening and have a great week. This episode was produced and engineered by On Brand Studios and recorded at Grailville, a magical place here locally like no other. Please note that the opinions expressed in the podcast do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors or organization.